This is Radiotherapy. I am your host, Calypso, and today we're going to talk about going back to school because it is just such a pressing issue right now, which I don't understand, which is why this is kind of funny to me. And I was literally talking about this with my partner, who is a teacher, and him and his sister got into it about the whole like going back to school thing. And this is my issue and this is going to be very much like the whole like black lives matter versus all lives matter thing to me it's like nobody as far as I know is saying that kids should not go to school but what we're disagreeing on is how school should happen and I understand both sides of it I think if we don't have kids in the classroom I think the reason that you see um this downfall in child abuse cases is because you took out mandated reporters, but then domestic violence is going up. And I say, if you're, if somebody's beating somebody in the home, the kids are probably getting neglected or the kids are probably getting beat. So, um, I don't think that there's any, minus the fact of people who are probably, you know, living in single parent homes or whatever, but even then, like, they could maybe have, you know, a boyfriend or whatever, and that could lead to domestic violence, and so on. So, I, like I said, I, I get that aspect of it, and I do think that socialization is a, is another big part Um, And I worry about that even now with like social media and stuff like that and about how kids are becoming um, less social, you know what I mean? Less like face-to-face engagement kind of uh, and stuff like that. So, I mean, I think that that's already the direction that we've been going. So, but I think... No one, I think that the whole argument of that some people want people to go to school and other people don't is like ridiculous because everybody, I don't know anybody, please let me know if there is somebody out there who is like, we should not go to school. Um, I think the whole revamping of school is something that's interesting to me because homeschooling has always been offered. Online schooling is something that has always been offered. And I think it's harder, I think, for young, young kids But when you're talking about like somebody to me in like middle school, high school and things like that, I think that this change could be beneficial if you're talking about people who then want to go on to college. And I think that it might be also difficult for people who have learning disabilities and different things like that. But I think uh, for the average student, there are some good things that could come from doing distance learning and everything being online. One, I think that we should still require teachers to have some form of office hours, which will be good for students that decide to go to college because I think under office hours are the most underutilized thing. Like people do not go to office hours. And I have heard a bunch of professors complain about this. Like that's what they're there for. They're there for you to come to uh, be like, I'm struggling with this or I want to know more about this. A time for you to like really get to know your teachers, really like engage the topics um, in a more in-depth way. And that doesn't happen often because I think 
people are so like, okay, I'm only supposed to go to class and like never see my teacher again. And like, I'm not supposed to cultivate this relationship. Um, I'm not supposed to do this sort of like networking in a way. Um, and I think that that's something that would change if people, if kids started doing that at a younger age or having to do that at a younger age. Also, I think self-regulation is something that children need to learn. So if they're learning this in middle school and high school, I think it's going to be beneficial when they go off to college because you're going to know that you need to go to the library, you need to read, you need to do your homework, and you're going to be able to have that self-regulation. So you're going to have less kids going to college, going buck wild, ending up on academic probation. Some of them end up failing out of school and different things like that. So I think there are benefits, but I think the thing is is I think it's teachers unions and I think it's the, it's, it's, you know, it's an optics thing. It's like, well, if, why are we paying teachers if the kids aren't in the classroom and stuff like that, which I also think is ironic because there's all these parents that were like, oh my gosh, I really appreciate teachers, everything that they do and stuff like that. They do deserve to get paid more. Why is my kid a badass? How does my, how does the teacher get the, my kid to do homework? Cause I can't get my kid to do nothing. Um, so I think that that's something that I find like really ironic in this situation because it's like, well, now you're asking them to then put their health at risk. Um, but that's like, I guess only if you, uh, uh, believe this virus is real, but I think that there's a lot of, <laughs> I digress, but I think that there's a lot of benefits that can happen from, um, doing distance learning long-term benefits. And I think especially for people who are trying to go off to college. And I think that it allows, it would allow kids to kind of learn at their own pace because you think about it, like the smartest kid in the classroom is waiting for everybody else to catch up. And the, and the slowest kid in the classroom is feeling like the dumbest kid in the classroom and is feeling like so far behind and all that stuff. But with this distance learning and then having some form of office hours that kids can go to, you are creating an environment where the kid is getting the individual attention if they choose to get it. Once again, it's putting the onus on them and their parent um, to emphasize the importance of education. And it's giving that kid that one-on-one attention that they need. Um, so I think that that's something that's just overall going to be beneficial for them in learning self-regulation and learning about putting effort in and recognizing based on the way that their parents treat it, the value of education. And I mean, you can do office hours one, you could do, I think having class office hours where the kid gets to actually engage with the teacher face to face is definitely important. And you could limit that to like small groups of like, okay, we're only allowing five people, you sign up for office hours or whatever. And then, you know, if the person can't come to the classroom, then scheduling a time to have a one-on-one Zoom call or whatever, um, meeting with the teacher outside of class. So I think that that would even be beneficial. I think that everybody who's like, they need to be in physical classes, Um, I understand it for young, young children, you know, like, you know, people who would be in like pre-K, kindergarten, first grade, everybody who's not capable of like watching themselves. I understand why, um, you know, they need a place to go so that their parent can work 
because their parent can't be working and teaching them at the same time um, because not everybody has that luxury. But I think for kids in middle school, I think that if your kid can't handle that, we really should be worried because once they get to high school, it's going to be a problem. And once they get to college, it's going to become more of a problem. I think that this will be a, I think it's a good lesson and a move towards, at least to me, a more like European model um, of teaching. And I also think online schooling, like I said, has been around and I, and I don't understand what this issue is of like holding on to tradition. Um, if, if this virus is so like deadly and could potentially cause problems for, um, older teachers, um, students that have, um, health problems and different things like that. I think it's just like, okay, we need, you need to, obviously we need a solution. And I think we need to, instead of just be focused on holding on to tradition, because it's easy if we believe in progress and adapting, we need to adapt to the situation and recognize like there are these pros that come from us changing our teaching style um and I think we were already moving in this direction it's just like we're moving full throttle um in this direction now and as somebody who like I definitely am not the biggest fan of online classes I prefer hybrid classes just because for me I need that like face-to-face engagement um and so like when it comes to online classes like I'm super forgetful like I just enrolled for three online classes that I'm just taking to like, you know, keep myself busy and create a routine in the midst of quarantine. But this is going to be very, I know it's going to be very difficult for me because online classes are not something that I do well. Um, especially when I was in school, like hybrid classes, I love them because it's like, okay, I go into class once a week and then the rest of the time it's all online. But like an online class, I'm quick to forget. I'm quick to forget. So Um, but I mean, we already had this stuff, so I just don't understand what, to me, what the issue is, because I think it's going to have a lot of long-term benefits, um, and I think this holding on to tradition is, um, is just, like, not very, like, progressive and adaptive, um, and I think it's low-key lazy on the part of, like, administrators, uh, whoever is making this decision, administrators, teachers, teachers unions and stuff like that. Um, And I think it's also lazy on the part of parents in the sense that like, don't you want control over your kid's education? You know what I mean? Don't you want to be engaged in that? Um, I think this whole hands off approach to education is just like, and putting everything on teachers is kind of shameful, especially when you think about given what it is that they're being paid, you know, Um, and I still think that this argument of the whole school thing is ridiculous because nobody, as far as I know, is saying that people shouldn't go to school or people are saying, well, maybe we need to do distance learning instead of being in the classroom until we have a vaccine just due to how like deadly this is or whatever. I think that that seems reasonable to me. Um, but I think it also depends on like where you're at and, uh, like how much you believe in this virus and stuff like that. So that, you know, all those kinds of things come into play. I don't think it should have anything to do with your politics. I think that, uh, it should have to do with science. Um, 
And I think uh, where you're at, and I do think every state has the right, every state, every city, every town has the right to choose uh, the way that they want to do it um, and stuff like that. But I think that holding on to tradition and not being progressive and adaptive to the situation that we're in, um, I think is just like dangerous, but maybe this is Darwinism at work at the same time. Um, maybe it's just Darwinism trying in the planet trying to be like, okay, some of you guys just need to die. There's too many of you guys on the planet, you know? Um, so maybe this is just a lesson and, uh, some people are going to have to die to prove, um, whatever it is that they want to prove. But I just don't think that nobody, I don't think anybody's saying people shouldn't go to school. I think people are just disagreeing about whether or not we should have a distance learning, uh, continue to work from home, which I feel like even working from home is going to become more common after this. Um, you know, like, especially with like tech companies and different things like that, I think it's just going to become more common. Um, only meeting when you necessarily have to meet. And I'm also, I'm interesting, interested to see how socialization after this is going to just completely change. Um, and like greetings and different things like that are going to change. But I do think that there are going to be some benefits to continuing this, um, distance learning, especially for, um, high schoolers and things like that when they're going to into college to learn self-regulation, how to, um, talk to teachers and like just how to be more in charge of their own um, education and learning how to value um, education. So and I think it's putting parents in a more active role um, in their child's learning, less active than maybe before, but like still very active. And I think that the only issue you're going to have is with very young children who don't have the ability to like take care of themselves or can't do things for themselves, you know, like they're going to be the big thing when things start to open and their parents go back to work. And I mean, I hope that people have family members that they can lean on and, um, neighbors, different things like that, or have a community around them that, um, can help them out, but that is not always the case. So I think that's something that really needs to address as opposed to, I think like middle school, high school, I think that they could do distance learning and I think it would have a lot more long-term beneficial effects, um, for students and things like that. And especially in terms of like students being able to like move at their own pace in a way, um, because, and nobody feeling like, dumb or stupid or like not up with the rest of the class because yeah you have that online class but once you like go and engage in this uh office hours type thing you're not gonna see that or you're not gonna get that you know what I mean but I think we need to stop saying that like some people want people to go to school and some people don't I think we all want people to go to school but how we agree it should be done is different, and I think it's going to be different depending on where you live, but I don't think health is political. I think health is science, and it should be based off of science, and every town is going to have to decide like how best they want to do it, whether or not they want to go with like a 
we're going to go to school and just like adjust because like no matter what, once things open up, there is going to be some sort of like spike in cases and stuff like that. But I think as long as we're following, you know, the basics of what it is we need to do to not uh, get the virus, um, I think that that's good. I just think it's hard to regulate children and be like, okay, everybody's going like young, young children. Every We're all wearing masks, you know and not getting them to interact, you know what I mean? Because, like, socialization happens through, like, interaction and engagement. Um, so I think that that's something that's really hard, and it's like, how do I, how do you protect yourself, you know, from your kid who's going to school every day if you have health problems, or, like, how do I protect my kid who has health problems and stuff like that? So I think all these issues are definitely going to come into play, and every school district is going to have to make their decision but I don't think we should be saying that, like, there are people out there who don't think kids should go to school. I, and if there are people out there like that, like, we do not need people not going to school. We need people going to school. We need more rigorous education. We need a, we need a lot. So I just, um, encourage people to look at it from both lenses and figure out, like, you know, like I said, I definitely prefer hybrid classes. I don't necessarily like an all online environment, but like finding a way, finding a good uh, balance and looking at it through both lenses, I think is really important because there is more than one way to get things done. And I think holding on to tradition is not, um, you know, I think that this may be, like I said, a push towards some sort of progression. And it was a way we were going anyways, um, with technology. So I just hope that when school starts, everything ends well, and we don't have like some, like, oh, as soon as somebody gets COVID, everything is shutting down or like, massive amounts of kids start dying you know what I mean of course like that's not something anybody wants so I think we need to just be strategic look at our communities um, and how things are going in our own communities and figuring out how to do it in a safe environment but like I said I think that kids in middle school and high school like they can distance learn I think what we really have to address to me is like the younger students who are not capable of doing things for themselves, you know what I mean? If they were home alone, we need to figure out how we're going to make that space work. Um, Because to me, it's like, okay, so like, how many kids can you have that where they can like, somewhat interact with each other, you know, because they're young, they want to play and different things like that. Um, And how do we keep our older teachers safe? Uh... So I think that all those things are going to be really important. And I was talking to my mom, this is like kind of related, but unrelated, but about how I, how she was talking about how a lot of people in their perfect, in their professions are going to retire. A lot of older people because of this whole coronavirus at the end of the year, a lot of people are going to be retiring, which I think in some ways is good because I think a lot of people stay in their professions for such a long time, which is why you don't have like the turnover rate. Um, and some people are, and some young people are unable to find jobs. So I think that this is going to just completely drastically change, um, the job market and just, uh, I'm interested to see how this, uh, ends in the next, ends up in the next few years. 
But those are my thoughts on uh, going back to school. I hope you enjoy them. Have a great day.